Greetings, friends. It is I, Igor, the master's loyal servant. The master wishes me to tell you that when he is conducting his experiments, stitching corpses together and giving them unholy life, he listens to the Sean Geek podcast, which downloads directly from seanmcginnity.ca. Igor, don't forget to tell him to download it from seanmcginnity.ca. The master wishes me to remind you that he downloads the Sean Geek podcast from seanmcginnity.ca, and so should you. It lives! It lives! Hello, hello, hello. Guess what I'm doing? Driving. How often does that happen? Not much anymore. Uh, this is Seanorama. Just finished day one of the Manitoba Podcast Festival. Um, it was really good. I wasn't really involved, although I just did jump in on a panel and ask a bunch of questions. And... Uh, it was a really good time, actually. It really worked out really well. Um, having James Beaver behind the scenes, kind of handling all the uh, the background stuff, all the tech side of things, I was really impressed, man. Like, this guy's awesome. Um, uh, there's a lot of good panels. I did miss one panel, which I'm going to try to find time to watch because all the panels will be on Facebook. Um, we Facebook streamed, lived everything. Uh, every one of our Zoom meetings. So it um, everything's, you, you can see everything. And I think we got something special planned on somehow releasing these all as podcast episodes as well. So I'm not sure how we're doing that yet, but looking forward to it today, which is not the day this episode is going to be released, but today, uh, which is the Sunday, which is the 27th, I am going to be doing my panel, which is not really my panel. I'm going to be sharing uh, some panel time with uh, Tony Stark, also known as Senpai, uh, from Azeroth of History and Creative Conundrums. And uh, Doc Wilson, who is also on uh, Creative Conundrums, and also is uh, has a podcast called Shift Quest. So this will be the first time for me doing something with them uh, in a podcast setting. Not so kind of nervous, kind of excited, kind of not really sure how it's going to work out. When you're having guests on your show, because our show is not about the guests, but have them often enough, is you're always wondering about chemistry and how you're going to gel with the people on your show. Because on our show, uh, you can tell it's early in the morning because I don't know if you noticed, but my Manitoba accent is coming out. I'm not from Manitoba. But uh, I've lived here long enough that when I'm t- 
tired, I tend to slip into that Manitoba accent. Do you hear it? Do you hear it? Um, anyway, uh, in a in general interview setting, you're going to interview people and you have, you know, sets of questions planned, that sort of thing. I don't. I have things I want to talk about and I just have topics I want to talk about. That's usually how I lay out uh, when we have someone on the show because I want to make sure that uh, we have enough stuff to talk about. The best ones are when we don't even get to the point of hitting, you know, the 10 topics or so I may have lined up because we don't need to because the guest is comfortable enough and uh, they're, you know, they're set, set enough that, you know, they get stuff to talk about they want to talk about. So, um, it's going to be a bit more freeform with uh, Tony and Doc, so not really sure how that's going to play out. I'm nervous. Uh, I've done some homework. I'm going to do a bit more homework this morning. I have a new audio set up. Not the one I'm using right now because I'm driving, but I have an audio set up. Actually, I could do it when I'm driving. I just thought about that. I'm using a Behringer 302, I think it's a G. Um, so if you're if you're a podcaster and you want to get some better sound, you don't want to spend a ton of money. Uh, this is a very good alternative. This is also something I used uh, as, as a vocalist uh, for when I've recorded my own music. So I can actually use this, uh, plug a mic in, and, um, and record. So, uh, it, it serves a dual function, but it also has the capability of taking in a phone call or a zoom call and, um, and filtering it through there. So you can get some pretty good audio quality. You can use a good set of headphones and a microphone, um, and go. So there you be, man. Um, so I'm using that setup today. I tried to use that setup yesterday, but I was trying to find a quiet place in the house where the kids weren't screaming or dancing, playing, uh, somewhere away from my wife who was working. And let me tell you, doing a podcast festival when your wife is working or your spouse is working and you're solo with the kids uh, you try to line the kids up with something to do that's going to keep them quiet. Um, you know, something that where they're going to be engaged and, and, and not reacting to whatever they're doing, which worked for the first bit. But then at the end, I really had to mute quite a bit to make it work. But anyway, what is new other than the podcast festival is uh, September has been a struggle. Uh, and August really leading into September has been a struggle. All this COVID uh, baloney has been incredibly frustrating, uh, depressing. Uh, anything, any negative connotation you can think of, you could probably apply to this COVID thing. And getting the kids back in school this year has been a dramatic challenge. Our youngest, no problem. It was like nothing had changed for her. It was phenomenal. She, you know, was eager to go. Um, 
listening more because uh, I mean she's been alone with us for, for months on end because school you know was cut early and all that stuff so it's been tough with her uh, while she was home and now that she's back in school like she's good like I don't know it's pretty awesome and she's also at that age where she's really starting to um, her personality is starting to come out in different ways as uh, as she's able to speak more and, and add more words to her vocabulary so that's kind of cool um, our other one though on the other hand I just saw a drunk guy okay this is this is the joy of doing this on the road and why I miss it I just driving by uh, a four-way intersection and there's some dude with some rock star hair on a 10-speed uh, holding a bag or something I guess he just went shopping somewhere and he's I don't know the guy seems intoxicated trying to cross, he st okay, he stopped, so that's good, and he's waiting for the light, but he sh probably shouldn't be on a 10 speed, anyway, besides that, uh, uh, so our, our eldest, she's having some, some struggles, uh, we're working through them, it's basically one of those things where we have to be psychology majors to work through it, and we're doing our best, and let me tell you, as a parent, kid going into grade one, the, there is a steep learning curve to figuring out how school works on a psychological level with your kid and working through that. So, I mean, you know, she went from a half day, three, half day, five times a week to a full day, five times a week. But, uh, unlike other years with, you know, everyone else, she had a much longer summer break because of COVID. So she's been home. She had a routine. There's things that she wanted to do every day. And now there's a frustration that she's not getting any time to do the things she wants to do because she's too busy being in school. Boy, can I relate to that. When I was her age, um, I remember panicking often because in the summer I would work on my comic books. Uh, I would, you know, write my stories. I had all these things I did in the summertime. All these, you know, basically writing. I mean, these are the earliest forms of my writing where, you know, I had a plan. Uh, you know, I, I had to develop a story. I had to work it out. I had to storyboard it and, and you know, put it into and, and put it out and get it done and get it drawn and, and figuring out when I was going to you know, do step A, B, C, all that sort of stuff. And in the summertime, I could get it done. I wasn't an outdoorsy person playing sports all the time. For me, I felt doing sports was wasting precious time. But I was working on my stuff. So I think Abby, the same thing. Like, she's, she's had all these things planned, all these things she was doing, because she's a very creative kid. There's all these things she wanted to get done. And now it's like, well, she's spending, you know, six hours in school. And then when she gets home, you know, I'm working. And then my wife is just starting to work at that, at that time. And then what? You know, then it's, 
you know, then she's just vying for her time and waiting for us the whole time, just waiting to spend time with us. But I'm at work when she gets home. And, you know, when you're working a lot, which I am, because we're busy, and I'm trying the best I can to cut off as on time as possible, because once I'm done, I gotta make sure the kids are fed. And, you know, I've, I've got my responsibilities because my wife is working into the evening because that's the way we work because we have kids. So I'm solo with the kids until they get, you know, until after bedtime. So I have to uh, feed the kids, clean the kitchen, uh, do some activities with the kids, uh, and, you know, get, get them ready for bed, which is a whole thing on its own, um, you know, and then generally at some point the house gets messed up so I got to work with the kids to get the house cleaned um, there, there's dog stuff I got to do in there too and basically at the end of it all once you're done the chores and, and all the tasks that need to be done I probably only have a true hour of quality time with the kids and quality I mean like you know just goofing around or doing whatever they want to do which is important to them very important to them but I have two kids and they vie for my attention and they're pushing and pulling me so I have to somehow find a way to give them the quality time they want but the only option I have wow this guy just cut me off well good for you sir good for you. I hope you I hope you feel great about what you just did without even shoulder checking using a signal light. You just cut me the fuck off. Wow. Asshole. Well, you know what? It's okay. He's got a big truck so he has every right to be an asshole. Uh, whatever. Leave it. Anyway, so I, the, the, the struggle I have is I'm trying to find a way to spend quality time with them at the same time. But they don't want to spend time together because while I'm getting things ready, while I'm making dinner, while I'm doing all those things, they are spending time together. They're only spending time together. And it's like, okay, I'm done playing with my sister. I want to play with daddy. But they both play with me differently because they're different ages. So, uh, one is a bit more, um, silly and one's a bit more regimented. So the issue that happens is they get frustrated with the other kids form of play with me. And then, uh, inadvertently the eldest will try to get the youngest to go do something else, something fun, like, oh, daddy, why don't you give her a tablet? Then you and I can spend time together. That sort of thing starts happening. Um, anyway, it's a struggle. It's definitely a struggle. And then the weekends are the only time to spend with them. So anyway, what ends up happening during the week is the kids keep getting out of bed. I mean, they're tired. They've had long days. They've been to school know but they just want to spend more time with us so they keep sneaking out of the bedrooms and then you know bedtime starts at eight and they really don't go to bed until sometimes like 10 o'clock maybe even later well at 10 30 I gotta be in bed because I get up at six o'clock to squeeze in the things I need to do 
which is probably start work early because work is way too busy. Or because I always have to start work early, I need time in the morning either to work out or, you know, do the podcast, you know, do the editing because that takes, you know, it takes a fair amount of time and to, to prep, you know, future episodes, that sort of stuff. And, you know, I use it as writing time. So I only have like an hour-ish in the morning to do those sorts of things. Um, so that's, <laughs> so my schedule's pretty packed. So, so between six and eight, I work out and I don't work out every day. So I'll work out or write or work on the podcast or take the dog for a walk. So that's already what, four things out of five days. Um, if the dog is nice enough to me and she's done and she's good in a half an hour, then I gain an extra half an hour there. But then the other thing that squeezes in there is, well, work's busy. I probably need to start work probably an hour early and that cuts into that. So, but now I'm going to bed now later than 10:30 because the kids went to bed so late and I do need decompression time with my wife because she's my best friend and I want to spend time with her and we both had two, you know, really hard days and we need to kind of talk, discuss, you know, spend time together. So maybe, you know, inadvertently it's like 11, 1130 and now it's late, but now I'm getting up early. So now what do I do? Like, I don't know. I think we're all stressed out. COVID has really put a, a damper on a lot of things. And now cases are spiking. The highest it's ever been in our province, which is still lower than probably anywhere else in North America anyway. But nonetheless, I want to go out even less and less. And and hearing how uh, we had Mulan, which was released on uh, video on demand exclusively on Disney. So you, you had to have your dollar a month uh, Disney membership uh, in order to be able to rent it and then rental was oh yeah here's the other thing everyone's like oh my god Mulan was 30 bucks Mulan was 30 bucks Mulan was not 30 bucks Mulan was 50 bucks everyone's like oh yeah you know 30 bucks is a lot of money yeah 30 bucks is a lot of money 50 bucks is a lot more that's how much it was to rent Mulan oh yes people forget that there's other countries other than the U.S. So that's a bit of a, a stickling point for me. Uh, the regionalism uh, of the other side of the border that kind of gets frustrating as it's reported in the news. People kind of forget that news is meant to be global, not local or not regional. So, yeah, so I was like, yeah, you know what? Mulan, 30 bucks. I mean, we paid 20 bucks or 19.99 specifically for Trolls World Party for the kids, you know, like, yeah, you know, 30 bucks, it's $10 more, but, you know, it's something we would have seen in theaters probably anyway, and tickets are 20 bucks a person in Canada, as opposed to whatever you guys mean, 10 bucks in the States, so it's 20 bucks a person, so that's 40 bucks, 30 bucks is still, is still cheaper than going to the movies, never mind, you know, paying for popcorn and all that stuff, so... I'm like, you know what? 30 bucks, totally fine. We paid $26.99 for Scoop. So it's only $4 more. Oh, and then 
you get to watch as many times as you want. Okay, that's totally worth it. So I started looking into it, and then a friend of ours, they rented Mulan. And I think it was one of those things like, oh, well, we have Disney Plus, we'll just rent Mulan, we'll watch it, blah, blah, blah. And then they saw what the price was, and they're like, oh, 50 bucks? So $20, so here's my gripe. $20 more than the Americans paid. $20 more than the Americans paid. That does not add up. That does not add up at all. Why in Canada do we have to pay more? There's no distribution channel. There's nothing to worry about. Why, when I worked in the bookstore and you'd see a price on a book, the American price, and then, you know, the Canadian price is double, but it was printed in Canada. But, you know, just that sort of stuff, just... I know there's an exchange rate and, and, and all that stuff, but I feel like the exchange rate, and I'm probably going to piss people off here, but I'm kind of in a mood today, so whatever. Send the hate mail my way, and uh, if you want to spank me, well, go ahead. Go ahead, I can take it. But it just feels like... I don't understand money and exchange rates and all that stuff. I don't understand why one country is valued higher than another that it that it creates an exchange rate where that's not on par that whole thing it just the logic in my head doesn't make sense because money is a currency that was fabricated and it is not a real thing the, the creation of money of paper it's a lending thing like, it, it's proof that, hey, I have a value, and I'm going to give you this money as a tender towards getting that service that I really want to buy. And it's proof that you have money. It's not actual money. It's 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 proof. It's a, it's a, notar uh, a notarized piece of paper that proves that you have value, financial value, and that you're good for getting that service. And... The paper is the physical representation of that value, if that makes sense. I'm probably talking out of my ass. If I'm talking out of my ass, please call me out on it because, hey, it makes for good uh, podcasting. But anyway, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, no, I, you know what? We're not going to rent Mulan. I'm going to wait the few months. I would have... So at 50 bucks, it's $10 more than going to see it in the theater. Think about that. Mulan is not something I would take the kids to go see. There's no way I would take the kids to go see it. Now, Trolls, World Party, there's four of us, and the kids' tickets are a little cheaper, but you know, 20 bucks each for me and my wife, so that's 40 bucks, right? And then the kids, probably 10 bucks each. So that's 50, that's 60 bucks. And we were able to get it for 20. Yeah, okay, you know what? That's a value. Scoop, uh, a little bit more frustrating. A little bit more like, really, are we paying this much? But, you know, it's still cheaper to get it at home than to see it in the theater. Okay, that's still, still cool. But Mulan is something that me and my wife would probably go see. I wouldn't go see it with the kids. It's too, it's going to be, I mean, they still haven't seen Lion King, the live action. There's no way I'm going to let them see Lion King. It's too, 
it's too adult, way too adult, too much death, and the fact that it's not cartoon anymore, it's it's realistic, you know, there's no way I would take my kids to see something like that, so to charge 50 bucks, which is $10 more than two movie tickets, ah, that, you know what, way too much, and I think, and here's the thing with the way things are advertised, because the Americans forget that there's a world around them. Or not the Americans, look. I don't want to categorize Americans because I do love Americans. I just don't like the uh, advertising, the way uh, it, it plays out is, yeah, it's $30. Why did you say $30 American? Like, I don't understand why you don't specify. Like, why wouldn't you specify? Yes, America is the center of of the world, and everybody, you know, why don't you just say, oh, it's thirty? Oh, okay. Well, now I have to really look at what the price is. Uh, but maybe that's what they're they're banking on. So twenty dollars more to see this film. Twenty dollars more in Canada to see this film. And then you, you know, they say, well, you get to watch as many times as you want. Okay, that that's that's fine and dandy and all, you know. You know, that's, that's the extra value you're getting for those additional $10. But the thing is, it's only available as long as you have your subscription to Disney. So, in addition to be able to watch it as often as you want, you also have to pay $8 a month for that film. On your subscription. That's a lot for a movie. You know what? I like Disney films. But I'm a Mar- you know, I'm a Marvel zombie. You know, it's pretty obvious that I am, and I do love the Marvel films. But I don't know if I would, if they put Black Widow on demand for fifty bucks. I don't know if I want to pay that. But I understand the idea with them is that you know what? Well, let's see what the market will bear. So maybe in Canada they didn't sell as many copies of Mulan because of the price. The people that actually, you know, just didn't put on their credit card thinking $30 American is $30 Canadian and not $50, double, well, not double the price, but pretty damn close to double, you know. Anyway, that's my rant. So, you know, Disney, in my opinion, made a bad move there that kind of really pissed me off. So that's my rant. I am at my destination. I'm going to stop this now, and I will see you guys on the flip side.